Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill. I'm your guide as we journey through the auto detailing world. Today we are talking about, uh, well, helping young detailers. So if you're a young detailer and you want to connect, you can find me on most platforms at Total Auto Solutions. Or if you're on TikTok, like a lot of young detailers are venturing over, you can find me at Detail Supply app there or just shoot me a text, 918-800-1188. I'm joined today by Nick. Nick can be reached on most platforms at Vegas Rides, uh, or uh, if you are going to reach out to him via email, the best way to reach him is Nick at VegasRides.com. And your your IG is Vegas.Rides. I apologize. Yeah, no so Vegas.Rides on social at Nick at VegasRides.com. Uh, Nick, we, uh, we want to jump into a theory of uh, how we spend time on social ways that we interact as detailers, ways that uh, we go in and uh, whether that's for marketing or whether that's for, for some reason, a lot of us wanna be competitive in, uh, in our time on social media. So we wanna dive into those from a theory of, uh, from two folds in a sense, right? Let's, 
let's first go ahead and get the monkey off our back. You know, you and I have put out some content lately that was aggressive that uh, some people would say you should never be aggressive on social. Um, it puts off a very bad, un, you know, politically correct in a sense uh, verbiage and yep. step on people's toes. Toes, uh, You know, another episode that I do is, is with a guy named Greg Mastersons who, well, you know, he has no problem stepping on toes. <laughs> he has no problem yeah. putting his voice out and saying whatever, let's just be real frank, whatever the fuck he wants to. So yep. it's interesting, um, you know, the different dynamics. So where do you fall in general, you know, for what you guys do as a company? Uh, how, do you guys put out to, you know, content anywhere or is it just you personally? How, how do you do that? No, we don't do anything as a company that would be considered controversial, but we're also serving the local market, you know, Greg Masterson and, and some, you know, if you run a brand, you're selling to all 50 states, if not the globe. Uh, so there's a different online reality for a guy like me. You know, our business now is so referral based as, as we've been in business so long. And, you know, hopefully our clients think we've done a pretty nice job. Uh, you know, we got that snowball rolling, right? Um, and, and we're very selective about business. So we don't have to be aggressive on social media. But if I were a young detailer, and I was just getting started out, I mean, you're going to have to make noise in the marketplace one way or the other. Uh, when I started, it was through sales, right? Old school sales calls, making relationships, I, I would venture to say it's still probably the same on the local market. But if you want to be seen on social media, you're going to have to stand apart, right? You can't just go on there and do what everybody else is doing. So you fit in. Uh, once you fit in, nobody's ever going to find you. All right. So you talked about aggressive cold call sales. Yeah. What, explain that. I, I don't know what an aggressive cold call sale would be. Um, meaning we knocked on every door. I mean, we were in every door. And if we had a chance to talk to somebody, we were trying to close some type of business. It uh, didn't matter how little or how big uh, we were trying to walk out with a deal of some sort, right? Uh, some type of um, sale. I mean, that's aggressive sales. It wasn't passive. Hey, here's my card. You know, I first started, man, I was just trying to get my foot in the door anywhere that I could and get my, get my name out there. Um, I had some built-in clients uh, from some work I'd done over the years, but to really grow to the level we are now, we, we took a really kind of guerrilla sales approach is what they call it, where we were just everywhere. Uh, you know, I, if I was detailing a car, I couldn't do it. But as soon as I was done detailing a car, I'd go door to door, basically no, talking to neighbors and, hey, we're in the area. And I mean, I did it all. Right. So, yeah, guerrilla marketing is a big way, you know, we grew. And then also when I had the car wash, we, we grew heavy on guerrilla. It was handing out whatever we could to wherever, getting fundraiser yep. stuff, getting stuff we'd throw in a football stands. I mean, we were doing everything that we could to to get the brand, to get the name, to get the marketing, to get yeah, it. Yeah, and so, so Marty, if you if you transition it to your original question on on social. There you go. Uh, you know, you got to be, you got to stand apart. I mean, I'm, I'm so tired of guys following trend. You know, this, this guy did a 50-50 shot, so I have to. Well, then if two people go, or if one person goes to both of your pages, there's no difference. They don't see any difference because they're not going to read the long caption. They're not, they're not going to do all these things you think they should do. Uh, we know consumers don't do that. And so, you know, that's the weird thing about social media is you do have to stand apart. That doesn't mean you have to do something disrespectful or anything like that, but you have to stand apart for sure. 
and ways that detailers could stand apart would be right. I mean, that's not doing 50 fifties doesn't necessarily mean that you do or do or don't get business, right? Doing a 50 50 may or may not get business. There are some people sure. that, have, that it does, right? It, just taking one little point. So I just wanted to clarify that, right? Because some people will go, well, wow, well, you know, hey, all good. The, the idea is though that you would adapt and not do the same thing over and over. What's been really cool lately is to see detailers starting to begin to do their own videos and starting yes. to make some creative style videos, which, you know, as creatives that we should be, if, if we're detailers, we're basically, we, we take it as that it, it's, it's our artwork that, you know, we're yep. artists in what we're doing. So we should all have some creativeness in us. And so yep. it is great to see that it's starting to branch out. Listen, there's plenty of tools we record off of our phones. Um, there's really not any excuses. A lot of guys are using GoPros now and creating some really cool videos off of GoPros uh, for, you know, a, a new look into uh, what they're doing. And the reason why that's good is, right, like you said, to stand out, something that captures attention. If somebody yeah, likes people cleaning cars and likes watching that, the better you do at that creative, the better you will do in business. So, yeah. you know, Nick, we, we want to go into, thanks, thanks for taking time to answer that question. We, we want to go into, you know, really though, like what goes into this content, right? Like if we're going to spend some time, like, but let's go ahead and say what you think maybe we shouldn't do, right? Like what? Yeah, we, we've seen an uptick, right? Uh, you and I had a conversation about this. We, 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 constantly have these types of conversations, right? Where we're just talking about theories and things that are going on in our industry and something weird has popped up. Um, and I don't think it's in the last month or something, but it's, it's, let's say the last year, six months, you know, TikTok, you know, brings this out too, because it, it has the duet feature and, uh, you know, it's, what happens is, is that detailers go and roast other detailers or call out other detailers or, you know, use social media to talk to one another in a negative fashion, right? Like that's, that's kind of the weird thing that's, that's transpired is, you know, you're talking about creative videos to get customers. And then we got where instead of educating customers, which is what you should try to do, but you know, with your creative stuff is to show them your process and show them how you're different. And so it's a level of education. We just see guys going on and roasting people, you know, oh, this guy didn't show you it in, in this light and this guy didn't do it this way. And this guy, and it's, to me, I don't know where the benefit is. And, and one of the reasons that came to my attention is when you talk to young guys in this industry, they're, they're getting very timid about their skill set. And the, the bottom line is, man, we all started somewhere. You know, I, I wasn't the greatest uh, in 1998. You know, that, that wasn't, that's not how I started I started, you know, at the bottom with everyone else. And so what happens is this guy's trying to make his name for himself on a social platform. And then somebody comes off and, and, and tells him why he didn't do something right. Instead of just maybe DMing him and saying, Hey man, let me help you out. Or, Hey man, do you want to come on my platform and, and have a conversation? You know, I see people doing these types of videos and I, I kind of like to talk to you about them and get your opinion on why you're doing them. There's no, there's none of that. It's just like a roast fest, you know, or somebody gets on an Instagram story and says, you know, I, I'm seeing this and, you know, nobody can do a quality work for X, Y, Z dollars. And I, I don't know why that, I don't know why that happens. And, and I don't know how it helps the customer, which is the ultimate person that we seem to forget a lot in our industry. 
uh, but also it's creating animosity with detailers. Like, you know, we're getting these segments now. And I think it's coming a lot from this like behavior on social media. And again, I'm not telling people not to put their belief systems out there. I mean, that's what we do every week. Uh, but we also invite everybody. If we say something negative, we invite people on this platform to state their case, uh, which I don't think is happening across the industry. I could be wrong, but that's that's kind of my issue with it. So you mentioned uh, TikTok, which is interesting. I mean, I've seen um, different uh, people that I don't really even normally follow or see. Just I think it has started to happen some with TikTok of they'll just re record videos and then make fun of the other person, right? Like it. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. It's and part of the platform. It's part of the platform, uh, and it does lead a tendency. You're, you're right. I've I've seen it too, where where detailers will call out other detailers. And, and in theory, I, I mean, the question has to be asked, what good is it for the industry? What is it good for community? What good is it for, for what we're trying to build and grow um, if it doesn't lend some type of support and lend some type of back help, right? Like you, it's okay, I think in, in a sense to see what somebody else is doing and offer support. But, but to go so negative, I, you know, it, it's, it's where we've asked the question before, Nick, when we talked last year, directions of a company, you know, where somebody wants to go, what they want to do, things that we put out and things that we share from our, you know, basically from ourselves, from our brand out yeah. into the public, well, that gives a direction. So, you know, it, you, you got to kind of look at sometimes I think when you, when we want to make these posts or want to make these comments is what good is it for the overall industry and what's it good for the brand? And then I, I would, I would really want to know what, what good is it for your time that you spent? I, I think that's, been yeah, that's, time. That, that's, that's, that's a great point thing for, for just negativity in general, right? Like I try and be as positive as I can because I've been in such negative situations. So when I think of trying to go back into negativity, I go, I just don't want to spend my time there in negative. And yeah, but Marty, let, let me ask you a question, though. Let me ask you a question, because here's what people are going to ask. And so let's make sure we're, we have some honesty here. They're going to go back and look at some of our MTE videos and say, you know, we were pretty blunt and upfront with our disagreement. And so I think there's a big misunderstanding between disagreement and stating your case and just flat out roasting people. Now, I want to make sure that it's on the record for me. Everything that we talked about and every party that thinks that they were discussed on our pod were reached out to and given an opportunity to come on and have a real discussion. Some took it, some didn't. I never, ever have said one thing publicly here on a podcast or on social media that somebody didn't have the ability to come on face-to-face -face and have a discussion about. And that's the problem I have. You want to roast somebody, be my guest, but you better have a way for them to come state their case because that's where the growth in the industry happens. That's where things get better. And that's where this industry right now, I will say unequivocally, Marty, we aren't allowing people to state their case in a lot of these instances. And look, TikTok is, is the worst for this because you can just get on, somebody can put a video on if they have duets on, <laughs> you could just get on and be the meanest human being on the planet. 
and there's no recourse for them because, you know, they turn the duet on. And so I want to make sure, you know, you said negativity and people oftentimes mistake you standing up for your beliefs for you being negative. And I want to know if you think there's a gray area there. I think it depends on what you're talking about in a sense, right? If you're going after somebody's performance, right? Like their quality of work and, and what they're, uh, you know, they didn't, they didn't do it the right way that you've seen, right? The technical aspect of it, or, you know, somebody, I can't believe that they did this and they charged $50. Well, and, you know, we've, we've talked about that. We, when we've had the, the, the different detailers that come on that we're doing $25 details, right? I mean, they've got to learn somehow. I get it. They didn't put out their great work, but how do we come alongside and try and help them? I, th I think that's my point is what I mean. Like that's, there's, there's a difference to me of, you know, bashing, right? It, I think if we would have been, uh, I guess I can't speak for we, I guess me, like in those videos, if I would have, you know, for instance, when I was asked my opinion, if I would have gone out and called out specific people by name and, and pointed out specific exact things that they did wrong and how they continue to do this and this and this, and I, right? That's different than, than asking some questions and bringing to light to have some conversations over, right? Like you said, an opinion for why people backed out and why people didn't. The, so, so how does a detailer draw a line, right, Nick? I mean, I guess you well, asked the question, is there yeah. a gray area? I, I think the gray area would be in just how how pivoted or, or how not pivoted, how how pointing is the is the discussion? Are you trying to tear down or yeah. are you trying to to just bring to discussion so that we can build up? Yeah. So if I if I'm running a business where I detail cars in a local area, I guess my question would be, what am I doing it for? If I want to take somebody's video on TikTok to educate my customer base, then I don't have a problem you using a video that somebody put out there and said you could do edit, right? I mean, because they have to allow that to happen. For a video to be, for those that don't know, for a video that to be duetted, you have to allow it to be. Um, so they put themselves out there and that's that's perfectly fine. But what are you getting out of it? for you to grow your business. That's to me where I would ask the question, because if I'm just going to go online and just, and just roast some other detailer who lives in Newport beach, California, and I'm in Las Vegas or lives in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I'm in Vegas, I don't know what that really, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't know what that does. What does it do? And so the thing is, um, if it's an educational point for your customer base that you're trying to do business with, I think it's great. Right. We do that every day when somebody calls us on the phone and we go and look at their vehicle and another detailer has been there who doesn't have the skill set to do paint correction. This happens every week in my business. We can just identify to them, hey, this is this is a buffer trail. You know, unfortunately, this person didn't have the skill set to finish this down. I can pull a polisher out, do a test spot and say this is how it's supposed to look. Right. That's an educational point. You can also do that online. But I don't know how roasting somebody online okay, gets to that point. How, well, I you mean, could do it. Look, I mean, you, look, at this point in time, if you look at the new iPhone, it, it's got a 4K camera. You could literally just buy a, a here you go. Uh, you could literally buy a cheap tripod, set it up, 
or go over a vehicle and show what you saw in the video and say, this is, this is what you have to see in these types of videos, folks, for this to be a good paint correction. They have to do this. They have to show you it this way. This is, you can share your expertise by video so easily now uh, that if what you're trying to do is show your expertise, why not show your expertise? Roasting somebody doesn't show your expertise. It just, somebody just sees you making fun of somebody. It doesn't actually show anything, not the potential clientele. And I don't know a single client that I do business with that would respond to any of that. What they so, would respond to is, is to a, a conversation you're having with you and your phone with a car discussing maybe what you saw in a video. I, I don't know that it ever works uh, other than just an educational point trying to help your clientele. So some stuff I've seen lately in some groups uh, actually have been where detailers have been roasting some chemical companies and coating companies and saying um, there's a specific post in a group about, uh, hey, you know, XYZ coating that has a territory, your certified detailer did this. Yeah. And then the, the, the coating guy was on there and saying, oh, well, you know, it's, it's not really on our fault of the install. Yeah. And you remember, Marty, we had like a dramatic one here locally where like one of the, you know, big brand coating companies had an installer and the, the coating was like this thick on the surface. And there was just, I mean, and they did a few of them evidently. Uh, but yeah, I mean. So, so when you see something like that, right, let's, I, I bring that up to just because I'm saying, Hey, I've seen it. Other people that are in our groups will see it too. Like it's a, it's a thing that that's happening, right? Because there was these certifications and people could just pay their money, you know, and they could, they could just get it. And now that, yeah. you know, not exactly turning out the way everybody thought it would. So, yeah. so that's a, that's a, it's a thing that we're seeing, right? So then as detailers, how do we take that and that car comes in, we see yeah. it. How do we, how do we use it as an example without roasting the other company that they might've used for the coding or the other company that might've done the work? Right. It's just like what I just said, set a tripod up or have it in your hand, a gimbal, whatever, and go around the car and explain to people what they're looking at. That It's okay to say, this is what you're looking at. You know, for those that have never done collection work, this is what you do when you walk up to somebody that has 50 cars. You got to go car by car by car and explain to them what you're seeing. And the looks you get, and that I've gotten over the years, is like, I didn't know what I was talking about. Because they're like, well, I got a great collection of cars. And folks, this is the industry, I, or the part of the industry I deal in. And they didn't know. It isn't because they aren't smart. They're very wealthy. It isn't because they tried to do something wrong. It's because they didn't know. And so when you see coding being slopped on, and that's what happens in these instances, right? They like unload the whole bottle on a door panel. Guess what? Turn your camera on. Do so in a professional manner. And just say... Hey guys, I'm going to walk you through something I've come across. Who cares who put it on? Who cares? Because that person's going to go out of business anyway. Sooner or later, it's over. So am I going to roast the guy down the street? I've never done it once in my career. I've never once uttered a, a detailer's name in a sales perspective. 
I just always say, I don't know who that person is. I'm a, it's unfortunate you went through that. And I just go on and talk about what we need to do to get it right. Never once have I acknowledged it. I said that probably a year ago when we did uh, a sales uh, podcast, I've never once even acknowledged another detailer in a sales setting. I mean, it's already done. The damage is done. Who cares? If you want to use it as education, Marty, you do this every day in your business. Here's how you put my coding on. Here's the application process. The detailer can do the same thing. Hey, we came across this. Let me tell you my point of view when I look at this. Okay. Who cares who did it? Who cares about roasting somebody? And to me, I don't know what the positive is that you can even make out of roasting somebody. I mean, I'd love to hear somebody's point of view on that. If you found a positive that you've made out of it, and you've made a bunch of sales by doing that. Hey, great. Share it with the community, but just tell people what you're seeing. You know what I mean? Marty, I mean, you know that. Just tell people the story. Hey, I'm looking at this. Here's what's happened. This person is now going to be incur 500, 1,000, 2,000, $3,000 bill because they chose a detailer that didn't have the necessary skill to apply such a serious product. It's okay to say that, that this is a big decision. If you're going to buy a $2,500 coating, you should think about it a little bit. Uh, but I don't, I don't know what roasting people and, and it's just publicly going on. And I don't know. I don't know what the end, end game is. Well, and, and the curious point would be at what point do we bring in, you know, the, the $50 detailer or, you know, it's not just coatings, right? So people that get a car that's got brought in happens all the time. I went down the street and I come back, right? Yep. As detailers using, using other detailers mistakes is basically what we're doing to create marketing. So in theory, we want to take those. And of course we can, we can bring them in, analyze them, see what they did wrong. But as a brand putting back out information should be supportive of your customer that is now choosing you, right? Yeah. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we stand for. Here's what we believe in. This is what we do. Um, unfortunately, not everybody always believes the same way. However, we care about your car. We care about you. This is the way we're going to do it. And I think that's a much better way than, you know, going and attacking somebody for a low price or, you know, or specifically calling out another person. So I, I think it's a good point, Nick. And I think it's a good conversation that we had it to clarify, but also because listen, there's a lot of detailers wasting time spending time attacking other detailers when they could just absorb that, right? Absorb what they're seeing and then use it to educate their customers. So it's, it's similar to you taking jujitsu, right? Yep. I think you're, you're pretty well at it. I, I've only yep. gone to watch my daughter, you know, <laughs> kind of sit there and, and watch other people. So I haven't really gotten yeah. to do it myself, but I believe there's a practicum of absorbing and re-releasing the energy, right? Yep. It's, way in marketing that we can see what other detailers are doing, analyze their mistakes, and then use the information to put out positive and good source content for our own brand without having to tear down somebody else. And I just, I think it would be a good way. So. Yeah. And, and I, I think my final issue with it is if you're in Georgia and you're duetting a person on TikTok in Northern California, 
I mean, that that's my confusion of it. It doesn't even do something locally. Um, you know, that's not hitting locally. And that's where oh, we're doing what business. if that's just their recreation, man? What if that's their hobby? What if yeah. look look that that is actually a, a reasonable thing to say, right? Like, hey, this is we have actually heard uh through people, and so this is valid. If you emailed me and said, Hey man, this is this is my recreation, it, at least it's an answer. I mean, it, it is viable. I, I'm not I'm not gonna be mad at you. I, I mean, I would tell you there's a lot of a lot of fun shit to do in life. I, I don't know that I'd do that, but I mean, it is viable to say, Hey man, I get online to kind of release stress. And I do this at 10 30 when my family's asleep or when I'm done for the day. And okay. I mean, that, that is viable. Um, I, there is really no comeback to that, I guess. No. And, and one last question to Nick and we'll hop off. Uh, when, when you think as a business owner, cause there's going to be some people that listen that will go, they might've already skipped through the conversation because it really wasn't beneficial to them. They don't waste their time doing that, right? They mm-hmm. don't spend their time piddling Good. around doing bullshit like this. So for those that uh, that do, that are now, you know, can realize, okay, well, I, I see I've done that. Maybe I should make some changes. Then the people that are listening that never really have done around that bullshit, there could be a bit of a divide and wondering what the point of this conversation was all about. Sure. Hey, and, and, and you'd be valid in thinking that. Uh, we've talked about a lot of things that don't pertain to everybody. Uh, one of the great things is um, if you're engaging in this behavior and you're online and you think that's the benefit for your business, try it our way for a little while. Not exactly our way. I mean, put your spin on it, but just explain to people, you know, what you're looking at. There's a huge value in all of us learning from people that are very highly skilled in our industry, myself included, you, doesn't matter, when they share their way of viewing a car. Hey, we're going to do this service for this reason, for this client, check this defect, check what happened, check this damage, check what the interior looks. There's a value to everyone. So I'm not telling you to take your expertise and put it away. I'm actually telling you the opposite take your expertise and inform the masses because you're already online anyway. So if you inform everybody, I, I honestly think you get a lot more business and you know, you might find that you're, you're in a crazy way. Right. You, you appear then as a level above when you take the high ground, you automatically are on the high ground and you appear higher. Yeah. But remember even the high ground, you still get to state your case. That's the thing. We're not telling you, I would never tell you, don't, don't give your opinion. I want your opinion. I mean, that's what the last year and a half has been on here. We want people to give their opinion to me, give your expertise for real though. Walk people through your expertise. Don't worry about somebody else's work online because number one, you can't tell anything online regardless. doesn't matter what you think. I can manipulate a light. I can manipulate the sun. I can manipulate my camera angle. I mean, what do you really know anyway? But just share your expertise. I mean, that's what you want to do so bad when you roast people. Just share it. Just you and a camera, share it. I, I mean, I'd love to see it personally. Cool. Nick, thanks as always for your time, man. Hope you have a great day. And we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Marty. Bye, right, man. Mm-hmm. 
episode over. Leave us a review and we will see you on the Community Pub Wednesday nights at 7.30 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. That's the Community Pub Wednesday nights, 7.30 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. Grab a pint and enjoy.